Okay. Uh, I just know that my thousands and thousands of listeners out there are just burning in anticipation of the new Midnight Skeptic show. So without further ado, here comes the play in music. You are listening to KPCA LP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, thinking people out there, uh, this is the Midnight Skeptic Show number 123. Oh, my God, have I been doing this for a long time. Okay, and uh, this will be broadcast um, on uh, radio uh, on the 4th of uh, the new month coming up, June, and uh, uh, at 9 p.m. on the usual time, uh, kpca.fm, it goes around the world, and uh, on YouTube, uh, as soon as I get through just downloading this, probably tonight, although it'll be a a little bit late tonight. Today, as I'm talking to you, it is the last day of May, May 31st, and it's a few minutes after 7 o'clock right now. Oh, it's so good to be woke. It's good to be woke. It's so good to be woke in the morning. Yes, the Midnight Skeptic is proudly woke and it's good to wake up in the morning not hating anyone accepting everyone for who they want to be and who they are attracted to um even maga heads in the gop although i try to change their minds and world view um successfully i i doubt it but i'm trying i try i try i try um, try to change their minds. As my mission statement says, uh, my goal is ridding this country of all GOP MAGA head Republicans one broadcast at a time on this station and on YouTube. Okay. Send all hate mail and death threats and some constructive criticism, which I've been getting a few bits and pieces of lately. Uh, You send it to uh, themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. Uh, Shout outs. Shout outs. And I'll try to zip through this so as not to... Waste too much more time. Okay, Spotify and Anchor uh, put me all around the world. And I do have, I don't know, less than 20, you know, somewhere between 15 and 20 occasional listeners slash viewers. 
a couple in uh, Australia, a couple in New Zealand, uh, three or four in the EU, uh, one in Colombia, one in Cuba, one in Russia, and uh, three or four up in uh, our neighbor to the north, Canada. Okay, uh, locally, Rob Tomaszewski. He's the uh, station manager of uh, KPCA LP, 103.3 FM, here in Petaluma, California. And um, they are in the building downtown where Petaluma Community Access is. That's where I started doing this uh, Midnight Skeptic show about six and a half years ago and uh, in their radio studio. Well... Uh, my audio computer technician set me up in my uh, little desk studio here. And then uh, Dennis, my son, suggested I do it on YouTube. Well, I am low tech, so I didn't know how to do that. Uh, I didn't know what you'd had to do, but he knows. So he set all this up and occasionally... Uh, when I do something wrong, hit a wrong button, or, you know, something just doesn't work right, uh, I call him. And uh, he has an app on his computer, I have an app on my computer, and he remotely diagnoses what the problem is and fixes it. Okay, he is the generation high-tech. Okay. Uh, Tom Gaffey of the Phoenix Theater, a, a Petaluma no-hate zone. MAGA heads uh, with their attitudes are not welcome there. They would be welcomed, but uh, I would encourage them not to go there. Uh, Tom Gaffey welcomes everybody and tries his best to be accepting of everybody. Maybe that includes MAGA heads. Okay. Uh, John Crowley at the Aquas Cafe, uh, Dave and Rosie, Kevin and Lori, um, Tim Conrad, Rich and Kathy, Tom and Nancy, Tim Munnicky, Dennis and Megan down in uh, Tiburon, uh, San Francisco, Yvonne and Rick, Stan and Kathy and Susan Miller in Pacifica. In Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Amelia Beamer, Nelson and Alice Lydell. In North Carolina, Dr. Dave Rubin. I call him Herr Doctor. And uh, he is the world's finest um, pulmonary doctor in the whole wide world. And uh, he's living uh, with his vi wife, Vicky in the Raleigh-Durham area. Okay, Long Island, Gerilyn Goldfinger, and that brings us to the Sonora crowd. Did I leave somebody out? I did. Oh, God. Uh, Los Angeles, uh, Jackie Kolar and her two daughters, Samantha and Melanie, and um, over in Arizona, Karina Hilliard, and uh, my brother Brandon and his wife Mina and their daughter, my niece, Andrea, Nurse Andrea, and her husband, Tim, and their three. Okay. 
Huh, I wonder, my eyes skipped down a line in my notes here. Okay, Sonora, uh, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, uh, Bob and Sandy Fisher, and um, Darl, Judy, Leonidas, Lynn Quayle, Kathy Francis, uh, John Gleason and his two daughters, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer, and then all the way down in uh, Mexico City, uh, an ex-Sonoraite, um, Rosamalia Lopez Negrete. Okay, Ooh, uh, I'm, I apologize in advance. I'm not going to be able to start off this show, uh, this show's new segments with good news. Um, I, I apologize. Next show, I will. I promise. Okay, bad Florida news. Poet Amanda Gorman, who read The Hill We Climb at uh, President Joe Biden's inauguration, uh, is uh, she's too woke for one parent at Dade County's Bob Graham Education Center, a K through eight school, kind of near Miami, uh, and Ron DeSantis, who has the personality. There I go again. I'm I'm sighing into the microphone. Uh, Stan, I apologize for doing that. I will do my best to not do that. Okay, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, who thinks he's qualified to be president of the United States um, and wants to turn the whole United States into a Floridan dystopia, uh, passed a law uh, that would allow just one person, doesn't even have to be a parent, doesn't even have to be a parent. Just any per person can challenge a book. Well, one parent challenged um, The Hill We Climb by Amanda Gorman, and that was enough to take it off the shelves. Mm. Okay. If you want to know what life in the United States would be like if uh, Ron DeSantis or probably any of the other Republican MAGA heads that are hopeful of becoming the president, um, this country would truly be a dystopia. Okay, bad news. Uh, my throat is drying out already, and I haven't even begun to rant. Uh, okay, bad news. Catholic Church child sex abuse. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul, last name is spelled capital R-A-O-U-L, released a report on Tuesday, uh, the 23rd of May, that says more than 450 
credibly accused priests uh, harmed more than uh, 1,997 children across all six dioceses in Illinois over seven decades. The church did their best to cover it all up. And uh, I've talked on numerous shows about the sex abuse scandals in the Catholic Church. And they, as a religious organization, well, first of all, the world, in my humble opinion, would be much better off if there were no religion at all. And uh, I don't uh, rate or rank religions from semi-good to horrible. Uh, they're all bad in their own way. And uh, I think down around the bottom, if I were to do that, would be the Taliban and ISIS within the Muslim religion. I'm not anti-Muslim. There are good people in that church. Uh, there are good people in every religion. It is these horrible people that read into religious texts um, some rule that they insist on their followers following, usually having to do with misogyny or sex. And um, way, way back in uh, pre-literate history, when... Um, the Indo-European languages were spoken by the uh, oh, horse, not horseback, but uh, hunter-gatherers on the plains just north of the Black Sea before they came down and uh, began the uh, Persian civilization or the uh, came up with the Vedic writings in northern India, some men, and I'm absolutely certain it was men, decided that these uh, stupid hunter-gatherers are there to be taken advantage of. We can tell them that we're in communication with this imaginary God in the sky, and we can control them and uh, take part of their crops or livestock or money. This is probably before money was invented, but that has persisted until today. Witness the... Uh, mega churches and private jets of these 
Christian pastors. Okay, I am way off my notes. Okay. Silly, bad book banning news. An analysis by the Washington Post newspaper found that only 11 people were responsible for more than half of more than the uh, 1,000 different book challenges analyzed by the newspaper, with one person responsible for 92 challenges just by himself. Mm. Together, these serial challenge filers constituted 6% of all book challenges, but were responsible for 60% of all filings. North Carolina resident Michelle Teague, uh, capital T-E-A-G-U-E, acknowledged to the Post that she was single-handedly responsible for 24 different book challenges, such as Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov, The Kite Runner, that was a great book, The Kite Runner by uh, Khalid Hosseini, and, of course, Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye. Teague said, I did spend some time doing it, and said she had read all of the books she challenged. She has won a seat on the Catawba County Schools Board of Education. And this was uh, back on the 15th of May, this month. Okay. A local group, Catawba Freedom Readers, I cheer them, spoke to the board about the harm to vulnerable and minority students. These students need to know they are not alone. They need to know that others uh, share their difficulties. Kevin Sparks, a member of Freedom Readers, said, oh, that was a quote from him. Okay, these students need to know that they are not alone. They need to know that others share their difficulties. Well, who is he talking about? Uh, the LGBTQ community, kids, minority kids, kids with uh, disabilities. They need to see themselves in literature. Okay. All right, now here I'm going after one particular person and let them sue me if they want. Pamela Garfield hyphen Jaeger, capital J A E G E R. She used to be an LCSW, that means licensed. Uh, oh. Licensed Social Worker. I, I forget exactly what it stands for. Um, 
Lee, okay, she's the leader of the mom army, and she's local. Uh, she's down in uh, San Mateo County uh, somewhere. She was one of the speakers at that uh, uh, restaurant basement meeting of uh, Republicans that I talked about on the last show. And she's just a MAGA head and anti-trans. That's her whole thing. She does not believe that uh, gender dysphoria is a real thing. Excuse me, I needed another sip. Okay. Um, she mentioned at this talk that she gave um, a couple of weeks ago about anti-transgenderism. I, I don't uh, know why they construct that term that way. They, meaning MAGA heads, hateful MAGA heads, and she accuses the uh, school system of indoctrinating kids. Well, you hear that a lot from the uh, followers of the uh, orange sociopathic bloatbag MAGA head GOP Republicans. We don't not we don't want no indoctrinations. And okay. Um, Indoctrinate is a transitive verb. It needs a direct object or a direct object phrase or um, an adverbial phrase. Well, when you hear somebody say indoctrinate, I don't want my kids to be indoctrinated. Well, indoctrinated into what? Um, some way of thinking, well, that's too complicated for stupid MAGA heads. Okay, I know what they mean. My listeners and viewers know what they mean by that. Anyway, I'm again off my notes. Uh, Pamela Garfield Yeager received her master's in social work in 1999 from uh, NYU. She has been licensed in California since 2005. And uh, this is from um, the Mom Army site. Quote, Pamela's mission is to educate parents on how to avoid therapists who lack skill or try to indoctrinate their children. Again, this is a, a misuse of that verb. Uh, why? Uh, she is a right-wing MAGA head. Okay, here we go. Uh, Pamela Garfield Yeager you are a quack in your field that, great, you're no longer in. You're not a social worker anymore. Hopefully, you've lost your license. Okay. New topic. <sighs> okay. Bad news. Iran just executed 
uh, two men for participating in a social media discourse titled Critique of Superstition and Religion. They, To my way of thinking, they mean the same thing. Religion is superstition. They were originally arrested in uh, May of 2020 on blasphemy charges. Mm. <sighs> Christian nationalists, are you listening? Wouldn't you love to have the power to execute non-believers, atheists, uh, members of the... Uh, satanic church wouldn't you love to have that power i'm sure they would okay blasphemy okay i really hate to bring up bad news um especially environmental bad news but i gotta say this um I really hate to bring up bad news about CO2 and efforts to reduce it, but the fossil fuel industry and their profits over environment agenda is working overtime. Uh, Food and Water Watch, which is a, a climate watchdog group, say that, quote, the carbon capture solution, unquote, is a scam. Their words, and I tend to agree with it. Okay, is a scam by the fossil fuel industry, and uh, it's called uh, CCS, Carbon Capture and Storage. Okay, and it's... Um, they call it a lifeline for the fossil fuel industry. They can always say to the public and to Republican MAGA heads that, see, we're trying our best to um, reduce carbon dioxide. You know, Exxon, Mobil, Chevron, Shell, British Petroleum, Pinamex, Gazprom, the Russian company, all of them, um, in order to get the environmentalists off their backs, uh, spend some money creating these... Uh, Factories, I guess that's what you would call them, that suck air in from the atmosphere and chemically remove the CO2, condense it into solid, uh, usually solid rock-like substances, and then drop it down a, a long, deep hole in the wall. Okay, hopefully to their way of thinking, that will satisfy the anti-fossil fuel forces. Well, we're seeing through that now. Okay, the fossil fuel industry is trying to convince the public that they are really trying to do their part. Okay, they're not. Okay, but CC is... is 
more expensive than its proponents admit. And of course, they have uh, Republican politicians feeding them more and more money so that they can do this. All right. Um, more expensive and it emits other harmful chemicals such as formaldehyde, benzene, and smog. All right. Carbon capture is turning out to be just another great green scam. 100-plus environmental groups urge Congress to abandon carbon utilization fantasy. That's their words. And to stop wasting public money on it. We need to stop using fossil fuels and switch to renewables. I agree. That should be the focus of uh, environmental efforts. Another sip. Okay. Bad news. Okay. Damn. America's frontline doctors. I've been bashing them ever since uh, 2017 when the uh, orange sociopathic bloat bag got elected. They're still on the loose, grifting and misinforming the gullible GOP MAGA heads. Um, via telemedicine, prescriptions for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine delivered by mail and the UPS to this um, gullible group of anti-vaxxers are still causing many deaths. The AFLD, that, that's America's Frontline Doctors, charges $90 for a consultation online. Okay. RAVQ, and I'll spell it, R-A-V-K-O-O, which is a Florida-based pharmacy chain that is partnered with America's frontline doctors, sends the prescriptions, um, sends the prescriptions to customers that have been scammed by the AFLD and uh, anti-vax propaganda. Okay, uh, okay, Al Alpesh capital A-L-P-E-S-H, and Manish, capital M-A-N-I-S-H, Patel, two brothers. Uh, they're the owners of Ravku, R-A-V-K-O-O. They just um, got a whole bunch of uh, government uh, PPE uh, monies during the... COVID shutdown, uh, supposedly to take care of their employees, like a lot of other business, businesses have gotten. 
and it was uh, about $175,000 uh, from November 2020 to September uh, 2021, the height of the COVID epidemic. Okay, they filled, are you ready for this, 340,000 prescriptions for $8.5 million. One half of these prescriptions were for ivermectin, which is a horse dewormer, and hydroxychloroquine. Mm. Now, America's Frontline Doctors is promoting ivermectin as a, quote, life-saving cancer treatment. Grifters, all of them. And um, Joseph Latipo, who is a member of America's Frontline Doctors, I don't actually know if he still is a member of that, but that's where he came from. Ron DeSantis appointed him to be Florida's Surgeon General. And as long as I'm calling out quacks, I might as well do this again. Dr. Joseph Latipo, you are a quack. And uh, the radio people can't see this, but the YouTube people can. I am pointing right in to the camera. Hopefully he'll see it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bad news. Well, thank you very much, fundamentalist Christian haters. Uganda has signed into law the world's harshest anti-LGBTQ bill. This could be a model for, for Florida and Texas. Just being homosexual has long been illegal in Uganda, a holdover from the British colonial laws that were in effect when uh, Uganda was a British colony. Now, this new law, just signed by President Museveni, may impose the death penalty for certain uh, acts of aggravated homosexuality. Hmm. And it's laws like this that the Christian God wants. And it was Christian fundamentalists, missionaries, that originally came over uh, to Uganda in uh, 2009 uh, to attend a conference, a hate conference, about uh, gays. And uh, I talked about this um, on a couple of shows, most recently, about two or three weeks ago. Mm. Leave it to Christians to spread their hate worldwide. All right. Uh, speaking of what God wants, good news, sort of. 
um, a few families in the fundamentalist Christian homeschool cult are drifting away and sending their kids to, wait for it, public schools where they get indoctrinated. Okay, the horror. Multiple generations in the clutches of the fundamentalist Christian cult have been indoctrinated to believe that public schools were tools of a demonic social order that subverts Christian families. Ah, GOP MAGA heads rail against kids being indoctrinated. Okay, here's my notes. I talked a little bit about uh, indoctrinate being a verb a transitive verb. Okay, wait a minute. But here's my the order in which I wrote these notes are a bit skewed. Okay, but I'm going to just read this real quick. GOP MAGA heads rail against kids being indoctrinated. Indoctrinate is a transitive verb, and this requires an object, an object phrase, or an adverbial phrase indoctrinating into what uh, are our schools indoctrinating kids in quarter uh, as the uh, MAGA heads believe I'm just playing games here with ignorant MAGA heads any thinking person knows what they mean indoctrinating kids into not being bullies, not making fun of other kids who might be a bit different, and and being kind, accepting, and inclusive. In short, being woke, just like the midnight skeptic. Christian homeschooled kids are indoctrinated into a world uh, oh a world view I couldn't read my own handwriting uh, indoctrinated into a worldview that rejects modern biology history gender equality and the uh, role of Christianity in American government if you dig down a little bit, almost every Christian of a conservative bent would want this to be a United States Christian theocracy. Mm. Talk about a dystopia. Okay, I need another sip now. Okay. Bad news. Happy Memorial Day weekend. The Gun Violence Archive reported 20 mass shootings with 16 people dead and over 80 injured. GOP MAGA heads are still claiming that 
the real issue isn't guns. They don't even mention them, but mental health. And GOP MAGA heads usually vote down appropriating any money to mental health efforts. But uh, speaking of mental health, I think, and I'm sort of half joking here, I, I believe that registering as a Republican is a sign of ill mental health. Okay. New topic. Good news. Reality is now streaming on HBO and Max. It's a somewhat strange, I mean, I watched it. Okay, strange adaptation of an off-Broadway docudrama taken verbatim from transcriptions of FBI interrogations of her. Oh, boy. When I skip a beat, it's usually a, a burp bubble. Another sip. Maybe that'll help. Okay, the actress, uh, Sydney Sweeney, uh, plays the part of reality winner, and she nails it. Reality was a former U.S. Air Force linguist and intelligence officer. She spoke Farsi, Dari, and Pashtun. I mean, she went to the Armed Forces Language Institute to learn this. She didn't uh, know them growing up. Okay. In her National Security Administration office, the NSA um, cubicle, she runs across a troubling top-secret report on Russian cyber... Oh, cyber interference. My hasty writing strikes again. She uh, ran across a uh, top secret report on Russian cyber interference in the 2016 presidential election. The orange sociopathic bloat bag versus Hillary Clinton. She printed it out and smuggled it out of NSA headquarters in her pantyhose and mailed it to The Intercept, which is a nonprofit news organization founded in 2014 by um, Greenwald. Mm, I forget what his first name is. I forgot to write his. Glenn Greenwald. Okay. Um, it was founded in 2014 that initially reported on documents released by Edward Snowden. The Intercept published the paper, and within hours, she was arrested by the FBI. The arrest of reality and the initial questioning um, of her at her house where the FBI agents came uh, 
uh, is the subject of this uh, HBO docudrama. They use the exact words that the FBI agents and reality said. And one would think that, well, that wouldn't make for high drama, but it did. It was very riveting. And, uh, uh, but it was riveting. She was convicted uh, in uh, 2018 of violating the uh, 1917 Espionage Act. She was sentenced to 63 months in prison. She is out now on probation and living in Texas. Um, there was a 60-minute segment on Reality Winner. I think it was about ooh, eight or nine months ago. If there's any way that any of you out there can dredge this up, I encourage you to um, watch the 60-minute segment and also watch uh, Reality on HBO or Max. Okay, she is uh, sort of a hero to me for doing that because uh, this top secret document, and mind you, this was during the first year of the uh, administration of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Um, it detailed that Russia did in fact at least make the attempt to help um, the orange sociopathic bloat bag against Hillary Clinton. Now, I've said this before, there's really no way to know how many votes actually uh, were influenced by Russian efforts. There's no way to know, but the fact that they were doing it at all was troubling, more than troubling. On the other hand, okay, Julian Assange, he was the founder of WikiLeaks. And I admit, I'm sort of prejudiced against him. He was an accomplished hacker uh, back where he grew up in Australia. In um, 2018, Swedish police issued an arrest for two sexual assaults against two women. And um, this was, I think, before the Me Too movement. But uh, I, when one woman complains or file charges, let alone two women, I believe them. He's a creep. Okay, I'll, I'll do this again. Julian Assange, if you're listening, you're just a creep. Okay, one other um, way of me defining what a creep is, is if you are friends with Roger Stone. And I'll tell you what 
Julian Assange did, and he got into possession of a number of uh, Hillary Clinton's emails. Now, looking back at the 2016 uh, presidential race, that famous site where he's getting off this bus with some um, news interviewer and saying that, you know, the grab them by the pussy and they let you and blah, blah, blah. It was going to look bad for Donald Trump. Okay, uh, Roger Stone uh, arranged or helped arrange Julian Assange to release the Hillary Clinton's emails right then and there to kind of counteract this uh, bad bad news publicity about the orange sociopathic bloke bag. Looking back on it, the followers and the voters for the orange sociopathic bloke bag wouldn't give a damn whether he sexually assaulted women or talked crap about them. They, they don't care. They just like their orange sociopath. Okay. Um, uh, Roger Stone and sort of, by extension, uh, Julian Assange were both pro-orange sociopathic bloat bag feelings. Um, Russian intelligence hacks uh, hacked the Democratic National Committee server. Now, I admit that uh, Bernie Sanders was running for the uh, Democratic nomination for president as well. And uh, the Democratic National Committee uh, pulled some dirty tricks to, cry, to kind of uh, derail Bernie Sanders' uh, campaign. Okay, so uh, Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party are not, you know, these innocent parties, but uh, I think Russian interference, uh, helped along by Julian Assange and Roger Stone, were far worse. Okay, bad news. A new drug, xylazine, is now being mixed with fentanyl. The mix is known as TRANK, uh, capital T-R-A-N-Q, on the streets. Xylazine is a horse tranquilizers. And Narcan does not revive someone who's overdosed uh, from uh, Trank. Okay, uh, I've got some time left here. And I'm going to end this with a bunch of good news. Okay, good youth news. Naomi Pena... Villacano, flouting school policy 
wore a sash for graduation at Glenwood Springs County's high school Grand Valley High. Her sash had the U.S. flag on one side and cactus, eagle, and serpent on the other side to represent her Mexican heritage. Well, the uh, probably MAGA-head school authorities said, no, you can't do this. Okay, she uh, took it to court, and uh, she lost. She had the uh, ACLU behind her, so she wore it anyway, and uh, she draped another sash over the one she wanted to wear, which was for some um, student service organization. Uh, When she uh, started to walk across the stage, she made it quite visible that she had defied school authorities. Okay, a federal judge had ruled on uh, May 26th, that was uh, last Friday, uh, that she could not wear it. Mm. Okay, that's one. In Jackson, Mississippi, a transgender girl skipped her graduation because school officials, school officials, I'm prejudiced against school administrators. If they're really worth anything, just teach in the classroom if you're capable of it. Um, I'm off my notes. Okay. Because school officials told her to follow the boys' dress code. She was um, AMAB. That's the correct term. Uh, Assigned male at birth. AMAB. That's who she was. And she transitioned uh, quite a long time ago. Um, Okay, I'm off my notes. Uh, Skipped her graduation because school officials told her to follow the quote-unquote boys dress code. Classmates and teachers were supportive of her as she wore feminine clothing throughout her four years at Harrison Central High School. And probably before that, in middle school, that was not in this article I wrote, I read. Um, Harrison Central High School in Gulfport. Okay. The graduation dress code was that boys should wear white shirts and black slacks, and girls should wear white dresses. L.B., that's her initials um, for privacy. Um, that this was in the article as well. L.B. had her dress picked out. The ACLU lost this case as well. Both parents are supporting her 100%. Okay. Another one. In Oklahoma, the Broken Arrow Public School District. Oh, boy. 
it's near Tulsa, is being sued because at graduation, Lena Black, who is Osage and Otoye, was wearing an eagle feather on top of her mortar-boyed graduation cap. Two school employees told her she could not wear the feather and attempted to remove it, damaging it. It was a prohibited decoration. Black had received the feather at a tribal ceremony um, when she was three years old. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt, a MAGA head, vetoed a bill that would have allowed tribal regalia to be worn at graduation in colleges and high schools. The Oklahoma legislature overrode Stitt's veto, and that's the good news that I'm ending the program with. Play out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. So, I'll see you all next week. Um, Again, this will be uh, broadcast on the 4th, Sunday night, 9 o'clock. Please, please, please pet your cats. And get rid of all your stress. It works. It works. The Midnight Skeptic guarantees it. Bye-bye.